welcome to Catch These Vibes. My name is Charmonique. This is episode 88. This episode is going to be a short one, to be honest. Kind of a figure out the topics as we go type episode. Nothing new. You know, I'm new to, I ain't new to this. I'm very true to this. Uh, so despite how the world may suck right now, I'm looking forward to this fall. Um, I've said this before, but I definitely feel like fall is my favorite season of the year. Winter is my least favorite because I hate being cold. So winter starts December 21st. So the time before that is 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 the best. I feel like I just really love fall's vibe. Like I just really love the color schemes. I love the scents. Halloween and Thanksgiving are just like some of my favorite times of the year. So I'm planning on decorating a little bit and try to get more festive. Usually Christmas is the only holiday that we decorate for, for real, for real. So I've been looking at Halloween decorations and I've seen some cool stuff to start off with. Nothing too crazy. But it sucks that the kids aren't really enjoying Halloween the way we used to as kids. Specifically right now during this pandemic, trick-or-treating is like uh, something that that doesn't, it doesn't look too appealing right now, you know, to have the kids going trick-or-treating. So the parents are, who are are able to, and who, who want to, are doing things at home for the kids. Um, I personally have never did pumpkin carving with my son or as a kid, so I want to try to do that this year. Also, maybe go to a pumpkin patch. You know, it's the little things that really make life enjoyable. The things we do because we want to and it just makes us feel good. So something very exciting for me is the new Halloween movie titled Halloween Kills. So that will be out in October. I cannot wait to see it. Um, Halloween will forever be that scary movie and Michael Myers will forever be the boogeyman. So it's funny, I seen this video of this little girl whose family threw her a Michael Myers themed party. They had the theme music playing in the background and it had a Michael Myers like peeking around the corner. And so they was all yelling to the little girl to look and tell me why once as soon as she noticed him, she ran straight towards him talking about, I love Michael Myers. Um, it was the cutest, most odd thing I've ever seen. <laughs> but she literally ran straight to him and hugged him. Um, but I guess that just speaks to how impactful the Halloween movies have been in some people's lives. Uh, the videos and the memes I see on the internet, man, it's just too entertaining. And it's too good at times. That's why social media, I feel like it's just so addicting. All the last we get, all of the entertaining content we get for free. It's so crazy at times. I just be like, I got to log off. Like, I cannot. Like, every day I'm constantly saying I cannot because all the funny stuff that I see, all the crazy stuff I see, it just be like, whew, I need a break. So I be taking them breaks, but I be back. 
I'll be back. Um, so I've been seeing a lot of different Britney Spears um, documentaries and different specials. So Netflix just put one out titled Britney versus Spears. Um, and it was really good. I enjoyed it. Um, it's pretty much I've seen so many different ones and I mean, they're pretty much all the same, just, I guess, formatted a little differently and telling different, the, some may touch on certain points um, that others haven't, but, but yeah, the gist of it all is the same, that she's been in this fucked up situation and hasn't been able to really live and enjoy life like a human being, so it's really sad, but it's very, it's very crazy you know, to, to think about that she's been having to deal with this for this long. It's just so, so crazy that this is something that can happen to somebody. You know, somebody that, you know, is supposed to have all this power and all this money, and she's been able to not even, she's been able to not live her life due to this situation that she's been in, and hopefully, um she's able to get out of soon because she hasn't been able to live her life her life has been controlled by her father for all this time since 2008 2009 that's a very long time so um it's a crazy story if y'all are in at all interested and have not heard about what's going on with Britney Spears I definitely suggest checking it out. There's several documentaries out there on Hulu and then the one that just came out on Netflix called Britney versus Spears. I just watched it. So yeah, check that out for sure. Anywho. All right, y'all. So correction, the little girl's birthday party wasn't Michael Myers themed. Um, They just happened to act as if he came to the party so they played the music the theme music and then he just appeared so yeah I just wanted uh wanted to correct myself on that but yeah I thought that this would be a cool time to just have a catch this tweet segment where we just talk about some tweets that I've came across and what I think about them so let's do dots so the first one says Anxiety is a thief. It has robbed me of time, opportunities, connections, moments of joy, and more. I'm grateful for the moments when I'm able to push through. So I've came across across this and I really can relate to this. And I feel like a lot of us can. Um, we let our anxiety get in the way of so many things and and prevent us from doing so many things. And then we, we look back and be like, damn, why didn't I do that when I really, really wanted to? And then we just feel robbed because we let anxiety get in the way. So I really can relate to this. And I'm also very grateful for for those moments when I'm able to push through and conquer my fears. Like, it's such an exhilarating feeling when you do something that you were so 
afraid to do or you were super nervous about and it's like damn that wasn't even that bad like I really did that and I was sitting there scared or and I was sitting there doubting myself when I was capable of doing it you know what I'm saying like I just sat there and made things hard for myself and put all this pressure on myself when really it was a piece of cake you know, when those moments, um, I'll be so grateful for to be able to get on the other side of and be able to be like, I was tripping. Like, it wasn't even that deep. So I really like that tweet. And I can relate to it so, so much. The next one, let's see what we're going to talk about. Which one? Which one? Which one? Which one? Okay, here we go. Here's one. It says, My desires to be wealthy are driven by me constantly living in survival mode. I want to be able to fully enjoy life. I want to pass down generational wealth and not struggle. (sighs) Man, oh man, oh man. Can I relate to this? Hell yes. I've talked about, you know, just the how some, sometimes we just we we are constantly constantly just in grind mode, working, 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 trying to figure things out that we don't we don't have time to enjoy life because we just don't have time for it. And it's just another thing that just really sucks. You know, that we have to spend so much time in our life struggling just to get to a point where we feel like we live comfortably. And it's like, it shouldn't be that hard. It should be, shouldn't be that difficult for us to, to get to that point in life. Um, so, so yeah, it definitely sucks, man. It definitely sucks, but We got to keep at it because we want to get to that point where we can pass down generational wealth. So, I mean, I'm going to keep trying and keep trying and keep trying. I'm going to keep trying to, to get there because that's definitely something that, um, I think about a lot, you know, being able to pass down generational wealth and getting it, being able to just live comfortably and just enjoy life. Man. Um Oh, okay. Speaking of enjoying life, here's a tweet that says, Y'all better find a way to enjoy this life, man. This shit could get snatched from you at any moment. Live any moment man with all all the deaths that we see every day every other day every week we don't even need evidence you know we have all the proof is there you know all the different family members and people friends celebrities that are here one moment and then God the next. You know, so 
life is life is short and gotta find ways to enjoy it that's why that's why I like to talk about the little things the smallest simplest things down to a movie down to a tv show down to a anything you know it doesn't matter what it is if it makes you feel good if it takes your mind off of the bullshit and all the stressful things and all the crazy things if it could just take your mind off of it for that moment for the hour-long movie or what whatever it may be I feel like it's it's worth to indulge in you know that that moment of peace that moment of happiness that 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 thing gives you is definitely worth it that's why I I cannot stress I will never ever stop talking about the things that that bring me that happiness and joy I will always talk about those things and that's why that's why I have this podcast so that I could talk about those things and hope in hopes that it helps people the way that it it helps me you know so oh and so last episode I talked about raising Canaan and that wasn't even the season finale the season finale was this last episode that I just watched so sorry about that y'all I don't know why I, I thought that was the season finale but yeah so I watched the actual season finale this that just this just came on this past Sunday and yeah it again everything that I said still the same the show ended up ended on a great note I'm ready to see the next season crazy shit crazy 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 like that Nick Canaan man he was he he didn't have any any chance I mean I guess if if things went differently and he went to go live with his grandma or he went away to that school but you know things don't go like that so yeah but again if you ever if you haven't watched Raising Canaan you got to check it out um the there's a new show show called BMF that just came on that just premiered recently or uh, after the season finale of Raising Canaan um I've, I've heard great things about it that you know 50 cent got stars in the chokehold so he's doing his thing over there on that program on that channel and doesn't look like he's going to be stopping anytime soon he keep coming out with this good ass material i mean that that door is going to continue to be open for him and more opportunities are going to continue to to be presented to him so hey shouts out to 50 cent but yeah um here's another tweet it says when y'all first start talking and y'all both replying fast and the energy good that'd be the best three days of all time (laughs) no it really do like that's that time period the first little two weeks couple days whatever however long it be it really do be like just positive vibes y'all just be saying all the nice stuff and being so sweet to one another and it just be real like real lovey-dovey for that time period and then shit just changes 
for whatever reason. That really be that would really be the 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 best the best time though. Going through that little the little honeymoon phase. Oh my gosh. Will Smith talks Jada constantly compromising for his career, reveals they both had other sexual relationships, and recalls the time he spent three years planning a party for her that she hated and claimed it was ego-driven. Somebody said, normalize breaking up. Jesus. Man. Will Smith, Will Smith and Jada, you don't hear anything good about their relationship anymore. Nothing that makes us really believe that we want their relationship or look up to their relationship like we used to now it's just a whole bunch of all the ugly and nasty stuff is being put on front street and um yeah it just doesn't look good man it's just like damn are y'all happy or why are y'all even still together like what what is up what is up with that marriage it's one thing after another. And in the, I mean, they're being very transparent about their past and their and the things that they've experienced as a, as a couple and as a married couple. But I think it's got to a point where we're like, we don't want to know anymore. Like, don't tell us anything else. Like, we know enough. Y'all marriage sucks. We get it. Like, just, man. So Will Smith has a Will Smith has a book. Um yeah. Um it's a lot of a lot of a lot of truth out there that they're they're just, you know, putting out there. A lot of truth, a lot of nasty truths of their relationship. I mean, it is it's nice that they're being Again, it's nice they're being transparent, but it's just like a lot at this point. Like, I don't think anybody really cares anymore. Like, it, we've heard so many, so many things, and it's just like throw the whole marriage away at this point because what the fuck? Like, what is what? Man, the stuff that that they talked about that's happened in their relationship is just like, man, I just wow. So yeah, Will Smith he has a book, and uh, I mean it sounds I might want to read it. Jamie Foxx also has a book, um, and I might want to read that as well. A lot of people are coming out with their own books lately. So so yeah, everyone's been talking about Will Smith and Jada, and whoo, child, yeah. So Issa Rae was on the cover of Self Magazine and everyone, and she's been trending. Everyone's been talking about some of the things she said in her, her, her cover story. So she did touch on, you know, being a mother, having kids and how she just wants to do everything that she can before she becomes a, a mother. Um, and then here's a little script from the from the article. It says, Ray shares a little about her personal life, especially details about her relationship um, with her husband. 
her ability to create boundaries and separate life from work as she's ascended in fame is another way she practices self-care. I think the little time I've been in the industry, I've witnessed how so many people who are front-facing don't have a piece and aren't at peace, and that's always been troubling to me, she says, Issa says. In this age of social media, where I was an avid user, I would share so much of myself, of my friend group, and it was fun because it felt like it was just my friends. The more I started to seep out, the more I felt like people took ownership of me and my decisions and the things that I did. That's just not something that sat right with me. And I found that I don't like to be the subject of conversations that I don't initiate. There's just something uncomfortable about that. Um, So that's what Issa said. And that's a part of the article. Um, So I was, I really, um, I really liked how she said that she doesn't like to be the subject of conversations that she doesn't she's not the one that initiated and that's like that's like powerful when you think about it like how many times a day do people talk about things regarding another person's another person's personal life that they didn't initiate they didn't start that conversation they didn't you know like so many people speculate on people's lives and what they got going on what they don't got going on so I can definitely see why she she feels that way. I I fulfill the same, you know. Just because you're a person that does something for a living, it doesn't it shouldn't have to mean that your life should always just be um something that is for everyone to be in your business. It doesn't it shouldn't have to be that way. I think I should I wish there should be some healthy boundaries. There should be some boundaries that, you know, are just acceptable by the people because these people, these celebrities, these public figures, these people who are, you know, front-facing and, you know, have these these brands and companies and, and um, things they should still be able to have privacy they should still be able to have privacy and you know Issa Rae she's one of the one of the most private people I feel like because you didn't know if she was single if she was in a relationship or what was going on you know what I mean you didn't know who her her boyfriend's name was unless you were, were a friend or somebody in her close circle you know, and that's how it should be, you know, you should be able to control what you know, what people know about you and what they don't know. You should be able to control what information is out there and people shouldn't just be like fishing for information. You should be able to keep it private, whatever you would like to keep private. But, but yeah, everybody was talking about Issa and and um what she had to say in that article so that was something (laughs) somebody said I want Will and Jada to leave us alone like for real though like uh, like at this point I don't want to hear anything else about it like please please at this point goodness 
Uh, okay, so we're going to share a couple more tweets and then that will be that. So it says, be open to dating someone outside of your norm, your type, your quote unquote type may be the biggest reason why you're not getting what you really deserve. And, you know, we've heard this before. We've heard this so many times, you know, the whole thing about women not going for the nice guys and going for the bad guys. It's the same thing. Um, of course, I often think about this. Am I, do I go for like a certain type of dude or do I avoid a certain type of dude? Um, and I feel like, no, I, I don't feel like I do necessarily like have a type that I am more attracted to. Um, I know that I just, at this point, I have certain standards and certain things that I feel like I see as red flags, like just certain things that I'm just like, eh, I don't know if I'm willing to, to like, you know what I'm saying? Like certain things like, for example, if you have a very young child, like say under one years old, one year old, I just, I don't know. That's not, it don't sit well with me. It's just like, dude, did you really do all you can to work it out with your baby mama before you try, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, your baby's not even one years old yet. Like, I just be looking at it like that. Like, I ain't trying to be, you know, I'll make a great stepmama, but you got like a little, little baby. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. And I ain't got nothing against it. I ain't got nothing against single single fathers. I think it's beautiful. I love it. I support it. But I just be feeling like some y'all might have some unfinished business that y'all might want to work out possibly. Who knows? I don't really know. And, and you know, I might not. I don't want to know. You know, I, I want you to go, go back and work it out if it's at all possible. You know, I ain't trying to get away, get in the way of no happy homes. You know, nothing like that. No baby mama drama. You know, it's just certain things that I'm just like, eh. I don't know. I'll have to really like fuck with you, really like you to kind of look past that. I just feel like it's just still young. You, you just had you just had a baby. Like, I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. It just don't sit right with me. But I ain't saying I'm completely against it. I'm just saying it's just something that I'm, I kind of give the side eye. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, there's just certain things that I, that I, you know, with my experience and things like that, I just look at a certain way. And I'm just like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, let me see what else we got here that's interesting that we could talk about. <sighs> so, R. Kelly. So, I like something that was an article. Says, she warned us about R. Kelly. No one believed her. The last 20 years, I've, the last 20 years have been absolutely exhausting for me. It's been a lonely road. All my love to Sparkle and the other Black woman who sounded the alarm on R. Kelly when nobody would listen. So R. Kelly was found guilty on all counts. Um, I believe it was yesterday or was it today? When it, it happened this week, um, the week of the 27th, he was found guilty. So everyone's been talking about that. 
and saying, you know, it's about time. And, you know, it's unfortunate that he is he hasn't, you know, been stopped. He wasn't stopped sooner. It's unfortunate that he wasn't stopped sooner. And it's unfortunate that he's probably not going to really get the help that he needs. Um, So, yeah, it's. It's a, all around, it's a really sad situation, but um, prayers out to the, all the victims of involved, all the people that he, he's hurt. Um, so, yeah, that's something that's been going on right now in our world, in our culture. Um, let's see, do we have any other interesting tweets that we can go over? Mm-mm-mm. Told y'all this is going to be a short episode. Short, short, short. Credit score system in the U.S. wasn't created and implemented until what? 1889? We could and should get rid of it. You know how much stress would instantly be eliminated for millions of people? Someone said, it just doesn't make sense to punish and decline people of things because of a credit score and debt when this country is in debt as well. Hmm. That is a very good point. The credit score system in the U.S. wasn't created and implemented until, what, 1989? Really? That's crazy. 1989? Like, I would, I really would. Wow, that's crazy to me. I'm thinking it's been longer than that. I don't know. I'm going to have to look into that. That seems like like 1989. Okay. So, yeah, what was they doing before then? There was that, no credit scores or nothing like that? That's crazy. I'm going to have to look, look into that. But, uh, yeah, that's something that I've seen on, on Twitter. Um, let me see if I can find something good before we get off this. All right, here's a good one. I think Gabrielle Union's interview jarred a lot of y'all because we're not used to hearing honesty about healing and growth. You can look back and acknowledge you wouldn't have made the same choices you did then while still accepting those choices for what they are and what they led to. I'm sure she said that sentiment to Wade way before it came out in an interview. They have probably had to have, had to have a lot of honest, uncomfortable conversations over the years that I assume led to growth. They have now individually and as a unit. With growth and healing comes reflection and honesty and with ourselves or with yourselves and your partner if you have one. So many of us with this facade of perfection without the reflection Reconciling, reconciling with what we regret versus what we accept. Why wouldn't she leave today then? I don't know, because maybe Wade ain't the same person. I'm not saying I would have stayed, but she did. She made her bed. Okay. All right. So this is regarding. So Gabrielle Union um, has a book, another person with a book. She recently put out a book. And then so she was she's been talking about it and just the situation that happened. Um, her and Dwayne Wade were supposedly on a break and he 
got another woman pregnant. Um, and this happened and during a time where she, you know, was having infertility um, problems. So she was having a hard time getting pregnant herself. And so it was, you know, obviously devastating to have to find out that Dwayne Wade got somebody else pregnant. So that was um, something that that's something that she's been talking about and talks about in depth in the book. And so she was just saying, you know, the person that she is today would not stay have stayed with him after experiencing the things that he put her through. And, you know, so that was just something that something that people have been talking about. Like, how can she say that? Oh, she damn she like basically dissing him like how you still with the nigga and you feel like that and it's just like y'all gotta understand like after we after we experience things and then we grow and we're able to look back and say to ourselves dang um I I should have known better or or damn I wouldn't do that I wouldn't do that now like I would I would def did that way different differently you know it's not it's to be okay for us to be able to say that and to feel that way it doesn't mean we regret our decisions necessarily it just means that we acknowledge the fact that it maybe it wasn't the best decision or maybe the person that we are just wouldn't feel that way or make that same decision today I mean there's absolutely nothing wrong with feeling like that So I didn't see anything wrong with it. And I'm glad that the conversation is being had. Okay, that will be the end of this episode. Yeah, that's the end, y'all. I'm Man, I'm tired, okay? Your girl is tired. And I got to study for this test this week. So, um, yeah, I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do for this week's episode, but here we are. Here we got an episode. We made something happen. We made something shake. You know how we do every week. But thank y'all so much for tuning in. Um, I hope y'all enjoy the rest of your week. And love, peace, and hair grease. Smooches.